Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Today, I will be rolling solo. Jesse and Susan won't be here today, so just bear with me as I get us rolling on this lovely Monday morning. Um, It's good to see Amy. How you doing, Amy? Yeah, I see you on Facebook all the time, but it's a little different seeing you on Zoom. Good to see you in person. Yeah. (laughs) Morning. Glad to be here. I don't always get to be here Monday, so glad to be here. Yeah. So this morning... Yeah, I wanted to touch base and uh, the topic is five steps, five steps to create room for greatness. Now, I know there's some very, very high achievers on these calls, people that have accomplished a whole lot of things. But just wanted to bring some awareness to the fact that we can pretty much accomplish anything. But one of the reasons why a lot of people fail is they start to add something new um, without simply making room for it. Now, we, we all know like how computers operate, right? You get that brand new computer, it's moving fast, it's cooking. Well, before we get the computer, we look up and we see how much RAM or memory it has, right? And when we first plug it in, it's cooking, it, it moves really fast. You don't get that little thinking thing at all. And over time, the it can only handle so many programs that can operate simultaneously without the performance going down, right? So when I think about real estate agents and um, that word multitasking, <laughs> that word multitasking comes to mind. And if you if we really honestly assess, like how many things can we do throughout a day simultaneously? Like, is it one? Like, can you do one thing at a like level seven? Can you do two things at a level seven? Like at what point does the performance start start to suffer because we're doing too many things at once? And so I'm just going to share with you a few things that I've done in, in my world to help me do more simply because I I created room. Now, I'm going to go over five steps, but there's actually, there could be a whole lot more, but I'm going to go over five steps. And the first step is to simply wake up 15 to 30 minutes earlier every day, 15 to 30 minutes. Now, what you do with that 15 to 30 minutes is very important. But what we're doing right now is we're just finding time that you think you don't have, but you really do have it, right? So starting off waking up 15 minutes early, and then in that 15 minutes, I want you to honestly grade yourself on your ability to multitask, right? Are you on a scale to one to 10? Are you a five, a seven? Have you even thought about it before? These are really, this this is really important because as we get into the other steps, you want to have an awareness of where you stand and how much support you're going to need to, in order to uh, continuously make room for more things that's going to push you forward. Uh, Number two, this is an item that 
is a is something that I have a very intimate relationship with. Number two is self-forgiveness. Now, I don't know about you, but I can be really hard on myself, right? And on our journey to be better versions of ourselves and, you know, have fulfilling lives and to grow our businesses, we're going to make mistakes. You know, that's just a part of the program. So if you're one of those people like I used to be where I'm just so hard on myself and I beat myself up a lot, we want to take the boxing gloves off. Like it's okay to give ourselves a swift kick. But if we're continually beating ourselves up for the mistake or the mistakes we made, that's actually creating that's room that's being taken up with that type of energy. So by minimizing how hard we are on ourselves, like I said, a swift kick is good. Swift kick is good. Don't get me wrong. But the the continuous you messed up or, you know, you can be out at a, at a party function. And then that one thing that came up that you know, for whatever reason, you just haven't let go of, we want to identify those things and forgive ourselves for those things. And in doing that, that's going to create some room, right? So self-forgiveness, being kinder to ourselves, it's very important when it comes to creating that space uh, that we can, you know, implement, creating a space where we can put more good in. Um, And I'll go a little deeper with that. You know, I'm, like I said, one of those people that used to beat myself up, like, just way too much. And once I stopped doing that, it created a dynamic where not only was I kinder to myself, I was kinder to other people. And that is going to go, you know, take us into the next step, which is if you find yourself taking other people's inventory, more than you're taking your own, that is another place for us where we can create some room. Well, Theodos, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by taking other people's inventory? Have you ever, it can be with a spouse, a partner, a best friend, the government. Um, it doesn't really matter. But if you find yourself looking at someone and saying they should be doing this or why aren't they doing that or this is wrong, this should be fixed, that state of mind creates, it, it takes up space. So we have self-forgiveness, be kinder to ourselves. And we also want to be aware of how often are we taking other people's inventory? Because at the end of the day, it's really none of our business. And if we find ourselves saying that we're so busy and granted, you know, some of us have a lot of moving parts in our daily lives, but I'm talking about the underneath stuff that takes up that you know, that takes up that space that's operating in the background that a lot of us aren't even aware of and taking other people's inventory or having that they should do this. If you're a team leader, I know you're looking at things very critically and wondering how things can be fixed and wondering when someone is going to start doing it right. Just be careful of that hole because it, once again, it takes up a lot of space. Let me see if someone put something in the comment here. Right. Doing someone typed in do less is better. Absolutely. Now, we went over self-forgiveness. We went over uh, taking other people's inventory. The next one is now we have to identify the items that we're going to swap. We're about to see which items that 
we are doing in our day, but there aren't they not there aren't necessarily serving us well, right? So step three is to identify those items, and that can be social media. Um, it can be binge watching. That's the whole thing that I, I'm just, I don't understand why they, they, they make series. So we sit there and we watch a whole series in a day or in a weekend. So whether it's social media, binge watching, um, whatever your thing is that you do daily, but it's not necessarily serving you. We want to identify those things, you know, and I call it, okay, I'm identifying things. I'm going to trade that to swap me. Because a lot of times what we, you know, what I see a lot of people do and what I've done myself is I have all these things going on. Right. And I say, you know what, I want to do this other thing. And I just put it in there and it explodes. I mean, I'm able to do it for a little bit of time. But what I'm sharing with you is what things that have a process that's allowed me to have sustainable success over time. I'm not talking about the three-day belly, uh, 30-day belly buster or the 30-day diet or lose 20 pounds in six weeks. Like all that is the hard and fast. But if you notice, those, you get results quick, but over time, a year later, a lot of those people are back where they started or even worse from when they started. So by making room, once again, we're making room um, this is going to allow us to be more sustainable in the things we want to implement in our lives. So once you identify the things that you decided you wanted to swap, does anybody have something that they would like to share that they do consistently, but it's not necessarily serving you that well? Does anybody think of something? Oh, so you guys are like from another planet then. If you, if you... I, got, I got something. I got something. Hey, <laughs> um, thank you so much for bringing that to everyone's attention, my attention for reminding us. And I think one, one thing for me is it's, I took it on for Lent this year. Um, mm. it's like the spirit of make wrong. Whenever I catch my, like you said, like over there, like it's over there. Mm-hmm. Whenever I the spirit of make wrong for Lent, I just took a moment to like, I'm not going to make someone wrong. Now, what I found out is you have to replace that habit. So you can't just like stop the habit. You got to replace right. the habit. And so the right. habit I took on was the spirit of joy. And like, I'm like, what can I find joy in that person with? Like, I just made him wrong. I know I did. I'm going to stop that. And I'm going to find joy in something there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Absolutely. It creeps in. I, I, I still, man, I do it all the time. Someone's, that's wrong. That shouldn't happen. That person cut me off. And the spirit mm-hmm. of me. I waste so much time every day. And then upset and thinking about all the things that they should have done right or I could have fixed or whatever all that stuff is. Absolutely. And what I found is sometimes it can give us a false sense of we're actually working on something, right? You know, you ever talk to someone and you're like, hey, you get that done. And like, I'm working on it. And then when you start to talk to them, they're like, well, sounds like you've been beating yourself up more than you've been working on it. Or it sounds like you're still blaming everybody else for it not being done. But like, I don't know if that's really working on it, but hey, it's not a, none of my business. Uh, I'm actually sorry I even asked the question. But anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, I know that uh, one of the things that 
I had to give up. I won't say give up was I really like to sleep in, right? It sounds like that sounds harmless. Doesn't it sound harmless? What's wrong with sleeping in the artist? Like, what's wrong with you? I need my sleep. Well, sometimes, actually a lot of times, if we're, you know, here not to just settle and, and be average, uh, we might have to look at, you know, just how much sleep we really need as opposed to just being nice and comfy in the bed. And I'll come back to that. But once we determine like, okay, what are we going to swap? Now, let's just say social media. Let's use that as an example. If you're on social media, and this is an example, some of us are less, some of us is a whole lot more. If your time, once we find out those things that are not serving us and you can get an idea how much time you're spending in those, in that world or in that state, let's just use 30 minutes for an example. If you want to get rid of social media or significantly reduce it and start doing push-ups or doing something you want to move a little bit like i'm not saying go get a membership and sign up and get a coach that's where we go wrong we go to zero to 100 too fast but what i found what works for me is okay i want to reduce my social media so what i did was i had 30 minutes and i started to do 15 minutes, allowed myself 15 minutes of social media. And I started to do other things, whether it be push-ups or crunches or even stretching and meditating. And what, what happened over time is eventually I took the that 30 minutes that I was using on social media and I replaced it with something that was actually serving me better. Right. And I did it over time because that added pressure of getting implementing this new thing. Um, it takes, you know, remember I was talking about the RAM and the operating system, right? We already got, we're already juggling stuff, right? If you're married, you got kids, if you're good in your business, I mean, if you're a successful agent or if you're a new agent coming into doing real estate during the pandemic, there's a lot of moving parts. So the whole zero to a hundred is we have to be careful of that. So what I did was I take, I took the social media and I started doing the sit-ups, sit-ups. I've always wanted six packs abs, but I never had time to work on it. Right. Um, I always wanted to, you know, slim down, but I never had time to track my macros. So that didn't happen over time. It happened because I identified some of the things that weren't serving me well that allowed me to, for lack of a better word, just be in my comfort zone. And I start replacing them with things that initially they may be uncomfortable, but over time, they actually became a part of my lifestyle. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot, if you guys don't know, I'm currently training, I'm a triathlete now and I'm training for an Ironman. And a lot of people call me, right? Because I post, sometimes I get up, my, my workouts sometimes start as early as 2.30 in the morning. And a lot of people call me and they say, hey, Theodis, I'm sorry, I know you're busy, but then they ask, you know, they say whatever they're going to say. And I'm like, wow, that's funny. Just because I get up at 2.30 in the morning and, you know, I'm doing my real estate business, I'm doing stuff with my family, People make the assumption that I'm like so busy. 
it's, it, and, and it's crazy because sometimes I get that call like, hey, Theodis, and I'm chilling. Like I'm in the backyard. I might be petting my dog or, you know what I mean? The cat is on my lap and Kit Kat is purring and, or, you know, um, watching One Punch Man um, so I can keep up with some of the anime stuff that my kids are watching so I can actually have a conversation with us with them about something they're interested in. I owe crusty dads, you know, uh, topics. And, um, but that didn't happen overnight. You know, it's like, how do you become, how do you, how can you be a successful real estate broker, a loving husband, a caring dad, and, you know, building a team and train for a freaking Ironman? Like, how does that even work? You know what I'm saying? It's like, how do you make room for that? Well, guess what? I had to change some things. Like there's plenty of room to get those crazy workouts in if I'm willing to get up at, you know, sometimes 2.30, 3.30, on the average about 4.30 or 5. If I'm willing to do that. Now, if I wasn't willing to do that, that means that same workout would have to be at 12 o'clock noon. You know what I'm saying? Or after a long day, after, you know, I'm out there being of service and, and being the best version of myself and out there helping people, there's no room for it later in the day, but there's plenty of room for it early in the morning. So what I had to do was, you know, be willing, first of all, to get up earlier. I had to be willing to do that. So a lot of people say, oh, I'm not a morning person. I'm like, hmm, okay. Well, let me know how I was cramming all that stuff in your day, I, you know, from like nine to 10 o'clock until, you know, a lot of people are working at nine o'clock. I'm like, I can't do it. And that's just an example of we can do anything. Now, I've said a whole, I, I said a lot, I say no to a lot of things by simply saying yes to the things that are most important to me. Right? I can do these crazy, long, strenuous workouts. I can still be present for my family. I can still be present for my clients. I can still you know, have a healthy relationship with myself, but I don't do any gossip. You know, uh, hey, if, you, if your stuff is raggedy, if you ask me for my opinion, I might give it to you. But other than that, you know, it's none of my business. <laughs> um, and I'm able to do a lot, but I'm not running around saying I'm busy. Now, if you guys have heard me before, I replace the word busy for blessed with blessed. And, and guess what I get more of? Right? More blessings. So if I'm getting more blessings, then I'm more inclined to share those blessings and, and, and think in a way, how can I bring other people in so that they can benefit from these blessings rather than, you know, secretly wanting an award for being the busiest person on earth. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many people running around. I'm so busy. And for, for those of us who are old enough, who remembers what a busy signal sound like back in the day? Sounds horrible, didn't it? Like DEFCON like five, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> they're about to launch a missile. So it's like if you're running around saying you're busy, I would, you know, I would try to play with replacing that word. I use the word blessed, but if there's another word that works for you, I would definitely 
switch that around and see what happens. See what happens to just internally. You know what I mean? You just feel naturally like, man, I'm blessed. What am I complaining about? Like I get, you know, all these escrows. I get these clients that, you know, they need me as a professional. You know, I have these agents that actually want to learn, you know, some of the things that I've learned and I get to pass that on and maintain the integrity of my trade. Like, if you really think about it, if we're responsible to do more, that's one of the biggest blessings we could ever have. You know what I mean? Forget like, you know, achieving all these things, but not being responsible to do more with it. I mean, that's a part of the package, right? <laughs> we got to give back. And, uh, you know, I learned that, you know, to, to really uh, keep what we have, we have to be willing to give it away. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it went off on a tangent, but I think it's it all ties into just, you know, putting the spin on making room for more, more of the right stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a full day today. I didn't say a busy day. <laughs> I had a full day today, but I've already got my exercise in. I've already had a good night's sleep. I have to, you know, I'm tracking my nutrition and all these things that I do now, at first, especially the nutrition part, that was a chore. That was something that I continuously failed over, over and over and over and over again. Now, did I figure it out? Ah, uh, that's a stretch. <laughs> but I do have coaches that keep me accountable. So when I do fall off, I don't go all the way back to, to ground zero and have to start all over again. Um, so just for a recap, number one, we talked about waking up earlier, uh, at least 10 to, uh, what, 15 minutes and a half hour. Uh, and also, you know, truly rating yourself on how well are you doing multitasking? Be brutally honest. You know, multitasking ties into that, you know, I'm so busy. I've probably got about three to four things I can do level seven consistently. Level seven, that's three to four. If I drop it down to two, I can raise that up. And I'm just being honest because I do have that shiny object syndrome. You know, like, you know, I be playing with the, the flashlight with my dog and the dog chases it. Sometimes I'm chasing it too. So, you know, it's just a part of how, my, how I'm wired. Um, but yes. Practicing self-forgiveness. If there's something that continues to hunt you while you're on your quest to be successful or in, increase your business, whatever your journey is taking you, you have to ask yourself, all right, is beating myself up or constantly reminding myself that I made a mistake or I fell last time? Like, how well is that serving me? Is it motivating me? If it's motivating you, that's one thing. But if it's just dead weight, like a big old garbage bag full of funky garbage, and you're just like carrying it wherever you go, you're taking it to listing appointments, you're taking it to parties, you're just carrying this stuff around, like let the bag go, get a little lighter, you know, take a dance lesson after you get rid of that heavy bag of garbage. You'll be surprised. Um, that will definitely help. And then the part about uh, 
taking people's inventory more than we take our own. Trust me. Some of you guys may not, you may just stay in your lane and more power to you. But I know if you're a human being, especially if you're a high achiever, at some point, somebody's, somebody's going to be doing it wrong. Somebody's going to be, needs to be doing it like this because that's the way I see it, right? So if you ever find yourself in that state, your state, I don't know if you watch Caesar the dog whisper, but sometimes you give yourself a little tap or whatever to cold water to slap yourself out of that state. And just remember, it's none of our business. <laughs> Let them do what they got to do. And we want to always have some room for if something comes into our life, uh, we want to make room for it. Right. And then two, the swap meet. The swap meet is always open. At least my swap meet is. Like if I have some things that are working in my life, I'm like, okay, cool. But the minute, not the minute, I'm not that good. But once I start to realize some of these things aren't serving me anymore, then they're coming up. I'm thinking about what I'm going, what am I going to trade it for? Right. What am I going to trade it for? I got injured. My ankle didn't allow me to run. I went on to the elliptical and then on the elliptical, I, I you know, you get the people watch and I'm going, wow, that person just came in, got on the machine, wiped, wiped it down, got on the machine and then got on social media. And did about two, I don't know, half turns, got up, toweled off, and then left. I'm like, wow, you came to the gym to get on your phone. Like, when did that happen? I'm like, wow. So while I'm on the elliptical, I practice quiet time. I practice uh, listening to an audio book. And then, you know, I have certain music that gets me into a certain state. So I used, I did a double whammy. I used that time to clear my mind of the crap, put the good stuff in. And then I'm also quiet to myself just so I can be in touch with what's going on with the artist. Then when I go start my day, guess what? I actually have a chance to have an amazing day because I took the time to <laughs> to get aligned with the things that really matter. So when people come at me with their agendas or their problems or when stuff just hits the fan, I find myself reacting. I mean, responding a lot more than reacting to the situation. So it's about 8.28. Uh, we're going to be wrapping it up soon, but I hope you guys were... Uh, also, we're able to get something out of this or you know, I just went on, on here rambling. Um, but remember, if you want to implement something, Amy, I've been following your journey. Just know, super inspirational. And I know I'm speaking a language that, that you can hear because in order for you to do what you had to do in your, your fitness and lifestyle journey, you had to make room for it, right? Absolutely. I did a post about that this morning, right? You can't, you have to make room for, for things. Mm -hmm. And for, it's been a lot of mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's nice. been a negative thought at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have a negative thought, if you can scratch the record, stop that negative thought and immediately replace it with anything positive, 
you know, it moves you to do whatever it is you need to do. So mm-hmm. I think Alex has a question, Theatis. I see, think I see a hand raise. Hey, Alex. I can't hear you. You're muted, Alex. Got to unmute you. There we go. All right. There you go. That's what you comment as a statement. That's one statement right there. That's my, my tri bike. And uh, one other comment is that some people don't have the room to reschedule their life, but what they can do is put the big rocks of their life in first rather than trying to schedule them at the end of the day when they're like, oh, wait, I'll, I'll fit it in somehow. Like, I'll just break that project into smaller pieces. I'll get into the later of the day. You get those, it's, a, it's a Stephen Covey habit. It's the first things first, big rocks first. Right, right. And that's why you made your family big rock, made your exercise big rock, you made your life about yourself matter. And that's why I just wanted to say that. Thank you. Right on. Hey, hey, let's we got to hang up. We gotta, you got to give me some training. Oh, yeah. You got you got room for it. <laughs> make room. Perfect. Right on. Make room. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll hit you up. All right, you guys. Thanks for being here. Have an amazing week. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Have a great right, day. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.